Welcome to Choices, the podcast that allows you to simply be. I'm Vidya Bella and my job is to help you think about things a little bit differently, to help you cope with those challenges in life that may be affecting your happiness or performance and hopefully provide you with some clarity in your decision making. Today, we explore New Year's resolutions. Are they a force for good or is it just a load of hype that stores up untold amounts of anxiety and stress that set up the tone for the year? So let's go back in time. When did all this resolution stuff start? Well, it's thought that 4,000 years ago, Babylonians were the first to celebrate New Year. Their New Year was in March when they planted their crops, which actually makes, to me, on a personal level, so much sense. You decide to do all those new things when spring and, and, and that sense of renewal and awakening is about to happen. So when did we decide resolutions were a good idea in January? Well, Julius Caesar came along and decided January would be the start of the year. And January was to commemorate Janus, a Roman god. Symbolically, a god that represented looking forwards and looking backwards simultaneously. So we kind of have this habit in January to reflect on our past and look forwards into our future. And that kind of ritual and habit has stuck. But history is not my field of expertise. But I just thought some background info might be useful. Because there's actually something on a human level, isn't there, really cathartic about looking backwards and having that opportunity to kind of clean the slate and and kind of wipe it clean and start all over and, and looking forwards to what we might want and what we the future might hold. Resolutions just give us that vehicle, that legitimate reason to pause, to reflect and to move on. But ultimately, what are resolutions? They're just those intentions and goals. And if I look at myself, I am not a great resolution setter, but I'm not afraid to set goals. I'm one of those who thinks, yeah, I'll set I'll set what I intend to do when I want to do it. It's not a case that I have to wait for the new year. If I'm compelled to do something, I'll just go ahead and do it. I'm sitting here recording this podcast. It's just something I decided to do. And I started this venture prior to January. It wasn't in January that I've started. So anything you really want to do, any intention that you have, you can start before January. I haven't always really set resolutions. I'm not one of those resolution setters. I will, if I want to do something, I'll just go ahead and do it. But that's not to say that I've always been like that. The idea of goals was quite a scary thing for me at one point. I'd always think, oh, I'm going to fail or I'm not going to be able to do it. Setting myself up for those disappointments, I think, And on that personal level, I've always associated resolutions with those negative things. Like, so for me personally, oh, this is the year that I'm going to lose weight. Weight weight has always been this thing for me. And January was always this, right, well, I'll just start in January. And of course, by mid-January, it's all over. So really, I, I am of the belief, if you want to go and do something, just do it. And if you're really committed to doing it and your reason for doing something is really strong, then you'll do it at the time that's right for you. You don't have to wait for January as 
this momentous day for your wishes to come true. It's not, it's not like that. And like anything, if you want to get somewhere or you want to do something, it takes hard work, effort and a whole lot of input from yourself to get that done. Nominating January as the starting point isn't necessarily a good idea because January is middle of winter. We are designed as animals really to be hibernating a little bit in this kind of rest and digest mode. Not really meant to be going out overly and being very active, sorting out everything. That's really a a springtime kind of activity when you are awakening and being in tune with nature as as it wakes up so January isn't necessarily the time to be setting about doing all those active and speedy kind of intentions it's maybe to be with yourself a bit more but what I would say is that this year 2021 we are experiencing something quite different aren't we 2020 was an interesting year for all of us. I think it's fair to say we were all challenged in different ways. And lots of us have experienced loss of all sorts, be it loss of people, loss of our routines, loss of our rhythm, loss of connection. Children, they've lost those normal things about school life. And that's continuing now into 2021. There's, to coin the phrase that is banded about, we are in unprecedented times. And with that is the whole load of uncertainty. So when that uncertainty is of great proportions, it can feel really overwhelming. Life can feel really chaotic. And the best thing you could ever do, really to counter that, is to assert your own sense of certainty. And how might you go about that? Well, I would have said, ordinarily, January is not the time to be setting intentions for yourself. But it just so happens that we are here right now in January, facing what we're all facing in our own unique ways. And actually now is the time that You can create those certainties for yourself. So I would say that maybe now is the ideal time to be putting in place things that you really want to get done. Thinking about things that you really want to commit to on that personal level. Things that really matter to you. And that's how you create your certainty because you're you're deciding what's important to you. And the why of why you want to do it. Well, because it's what you want to do, you will. So certainty, you can create that even in the most of un- uncertain of times. So resolutions, they kind of have a bit of a bad press at times, don't they? When people consider losing weight as a thing or giving up drinking, it, it can feel like this chain around your neck. But actually, there are so many things that we can commit to. So looking at this list here in front of me, there's things like the usual like go on and diet um but actually there's some more interesting ones like having fewer facebook friends cleaning up your friends lists sharing less on social media not looking at your phone screen perhaps before bed among some other top 
ones that you could probably commit to. So resolutions, there's, there's one in every one of us, really, some sort of commitment that we can make to ourselves to better the way we're doing life. And would you believe on a list of 50 modern resolutions, number 38, spend less time playing Angry Birds or Candy Crush type games. Well, if the, <laughs> if you're listening to this, just quit, quit playing Angry Birds and Candy Crush right now. That's an easy one to pip off. Or 49 on this list is to perfect a photo pose. Perhaps you're one of those who loves a good old selfie but can't actually get the right one and spends endless amount of time just trying to get perfection on a photo, which is actually a real waste of your time maybe and energies. But there are some more serious ones like call more instead of text, your, perhaps your family or your friends. Especially in these times, we can commit to doing something that really is better for us in these times so we working on that connectivity with others calling people more speaking to people more get this nearly a quarter of britons who made a resolution for 2020 failed to keep any of their promises is that surprising i'm not sure it is really unless your why the why of what you're doing is purposeful means something to you to see that through willpower is not enough it's not enough to to kind of soldier on and think, right, well, I've got to keep motivated and I've got to keep going with this. I must. It Normally, if you have a must or I should or I have to, it's, it's going to run out of steam. Your motivation somewhere along the line will dwindle. Try and think of, I really want to do this. This would benefit me and and think of the benefits to you for doing what you're doing your commitment to yourself that's a better way of tackling it but uh, to carry on with those kind of stats overall 12 percent of britons made new year's resolutions for 2020 with 24 percent of those aged 18 to 24 compared to a six percent of those who are aged 65 plus there really is a big difference with who's making these kind of New Year's resolutions. Joining me on the Choices podcast today is Tim Jackson, a 36-year-old Entrepreneur Circle certified business coach from Northern Ireland. He helps business owners to crack the rhythmic acquisition of clients in their businesses, even in such times as this, allowing the business owners to live their ideal lives. He's the owner of The Profit Doctor and he joins us now. Hi, Tim. Thanks very much for having me, Vidya. It's a pleasure to be here. And we also welcome 22-year-old Emma Williams from Fulham in London. Emma is a graduate marketing executive at Wimbledech CIC, a community interest company providing affordable workspaces across London. Hi, Emma. Hi, thanks. It's lovely to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So, Tim, coming to you first, resolutions for 2021. Have you got any? Yeah, I, I do have. And, you know... Some people will, will say that, um, you know, New Year's resolutions, uh, no, nobody ever sticks to them. But, you know, after uh, the 2020 uh, that we had, I've just taken a refresh and thought, you know, it's time for a clean slate. 2020 had its challenges and you know, for, for us all. And but what I don't want to say is that it, 
it wasn't a challenge for everybody because there's a lot of businesses that had their best year yet mm. in, 20, in 2020. Um, but my resolution is that I want to help impact 1,000 business owners to help them make 2021 their best year yet because it is very possible. And, you know, I know, as we're all aware, the government has put us into lockdown 3.0. And, you know, some people think, oh, my goodness, again, you know, really, this is possibly the final nail in my coffin. But I want to share it's good news. There's huge opportunities to be had in, in this third lockdown for business owners. It's a time to be able to implement all of those plans and strategies so that come the end of the lockdown 2021 uh, can and will have been their best year yet rather than sitting in December in 2021 with their head held in, in their hands and thinking, oh, where, where did that year go? You know, we need to start it off with the positivity and the uh, the drive with what we want to achieve out of it. Brilliant. That sounds great. I'm going to come back to you, Tim. But over to you, Emma. Any resolutions for 2021? Um, absolutely not, no. <laughs> um, as much as I, I can sort of see why they're a nice idea, and I think particularly resolutions that help other people are, you know, they're, they're lovely. And I understand that the new year is, for a lot of us, a really good time to reflect. And, and it is. Why not take the chance to reflect on the last year and stuff? But I think actually setting a resolution just because it's new year, it just doesn't really make sense to me. I think sort of threefold really I think one any resolution that has sort of a measurable goal we're almost setting yourself up for for failure at some point because you don't know how the year's going to go and January is such an odd time secondly January is really tough anyway even if we're not in lockdown it's gray it's cold everyone's kind of sad we've just had Christmas mm-hmm. I, the last thing I want to do is to look <laughs> at my own flaws at this point really I just want to be trying to get through it and also I don't really see why we have to look at the new year as a chance for a fresh start. I personally feel like every single day could be a fresh start. I don't see why you can't wake up on the 14th of August and think, wow, I really need to change this about my life and get up and make a plan right there and then instead of saying, it's only four months after the year, I'll just make a New Year's resolution. And yeah, 2020 was hard and I found myself making a lot of changes throughout the year to make my life better, which I found to be a lot more constructive than just setting one thing at the beginning of the year and trying to stick to it. Yeah, some really good points there, Emma. Anything to respond to that, Tim? Well, yes, and I, you know, I do see what, where Emma's coming from, but I, I suppose I, I do, I do agree with that, Emma. But on the on the other hand, some people can just take it as an opportunity to stand up and sort of brush off twenty twenty because you know we all do live you know sort of by the years, and you know if we can brush off twenty twenty and just allow you know the, the the freshness of of a new year and you know i, I very much get what, what you're saying about every day is and yes we need we do need to be constantly uh adapting uh, and and you know every day is is a new opportunity um i definitely agree with that and in no way would i suggest to anyone to to wait for the, the next january or the next new year to set resolutions because now, now is the time, whenever that is, whatever that day is, now is the time to set the goals uh, for that time. Uh, it just happens to be that the new year is a uh, time to 
kind of be a bit more um, ambitious uh, about it. So, Tim, just coming back to your point about setting those goals now and you helping your um, those thousand businesses that you want to, how, how are you intending to help them? Uh, that's a very good question. And, you know, come, come sort of October of last year, I was introduced to an organisation called Your Partnerships, who started originally as a local networking group. And I have so many bad experiences of networking. I, I promised myself that I would never go to networking because it was all oh, just not my scene and so far outside of my comfort zone. But I got, I got introduced to your partnerships just in October of, of last year. And they're doing virtual virtual networking with a difference. And oh my goodness, it is so much fun. And you meet some awesome people that, you know, being a business owner can be lonely, especially when you're working at home. Maybe you don't have anyone else at home. Maybe you just have a, a wife and kids and business. Just having other peers that understand you and could possibly help you in business. And what's led on from that then is that your partnerships have approached me to launch uh, it in North and South Ireland. So that is how, yeah, thank you. That's how I intend on impacting those thousand people because we do need to bring that positivity that there is still business that, that, that can be done. Mm. and you know we've got to keep that fire alive and that's that's where i take my challenge for 2021 is to inspire and help those thousand business owners a worthy challenge a worthy one so coming back to you emma um you mentioned yes we don't need to draw those lines in january itself you can set them whenever you want to so for you when have you set some goals prior to January have have you yeah so last year um as Tim was saying that it you know it wasn't necessarily a tough time for everyone but it was it was different and it does prompt you to want to make some changes so I I was doing my master's degree and I got sent home in March told do the rest of it from home you're not coming back obviously a lot of your master's degree it's it's a lot more than just reading books and writing Mm. essays so I had all this free time I'd normally spend doing other stuff um, so I decided yeah, to dedicate that to helping other people. And I started that in April and I'm still doing it, just doing little painting commissions to raise money for homeless shelters in the pandemic. But yeah, I just did that in April, That's just sort of something different with my time. Great. And you, you say you're still doing that? Um, yeah, yeah, I am. It slowed down for a bit um, when things got a bit more normal in the summer. I was working um, a lot more than full time hours. Um, but now we're back in lockdown. I'm definitely doing it a bit more. And I managed to do some commissions over Christmas. So Brilliant. Yeah, getting back into that. Cool. So I wanted to ask you, you talked about failure of, yeah, why would I set myself up to fail? Have there been times where you set resolutions and yeah, you know what, it's not worked out? I've never been much of a resolution person, to be honest. I've never really been that into it. But I do sometimes find myself setting goals that just in the past that just have sort of been unreachable and ending up burning out, trying to do way too much with my time, especially um, when I was studying, telling myself, oh, I'm going to study, I'm going to do this sport, this society and this extracurricular. And I just ended up burning myself out. It was just too too big of a goal to set myself when really setting myself smaller goals mm. in less time and just sort of seeing how things go has sort of worked better for me or setting goals that don't necessarily have a measurable result. 
So maybe just to, to read more, not, not I'm going to read 10 books. I'm just going to read more or I'm going to give some time back to the community. I'm not saying I'm going to volunteer for 100 hours, but I am going to give back some time. And that's very easy to achieve and I can feel good about it without feeling like I've failed to reach a target. I was just going to say, I absolutely agree with that. You know, it's about having the, the, the big goal, but a lot of what I do is help people imagine that, that, that big goal, but breaking it down into those much smaller chunks so that you don't get to that burnout stage. Mm-hmm. Because you know, so many business owners say, oh, you know, I, I want or I want or I want or I need this. And I think, oh, it's so hard to get to. But when you actually distill it down, it actually becomes an awful lot easier. And, you know, those it's all those little steps, you know, it's not a huge, big challenge. It's lots of little steps that, that get you to that big result. So, you know, I, I fully agree with what Emma's saying there. Yeah. And Tim, as a resolution setter for 2021, uh, have you are, you are you in the habit of setting resolutions? Have you set resolutions before or is this? Mm, well, you know, um, this is kind of a, a joint resolution and goal. And I suppose it really just has happened that it has came and that I've decided to do it at the time of New Year mm. would really be how I would answer that. Um, because it's not just a New Year, it's not just a New Year's resolution. It is a it is a tangible physical goal that I am going to achieve in 2021. Mm. So yeah, motivated very much by what's happened in 2020 so tim how was how was your last year like how how was that for you 2020 and the the pandemic was the best thing that happened to me okay it, it, it absolutely was because it, it allowed me to just put the emergency break on to what i was doing and it just allowed me to have time to stop and think and say is this actually what you want to do is this actually where you want to go and to stop and think well actually where do you want to go and it was really you know heard goal setting so much and uh, so i thought nah that's not really for me but you know come you know come march of 2020 it just it hit me like a train uh, and i thought it just all of a sudden all clicked and came together i made so much sense so i am very grateful for the pandemic yeah, for, for many, it's been an opportunity to really take a, a pause and, and have a look at life and, and see where we want it to go. How about you, Emma? 2020 was a, a difficult one. I was, as I said, I was doing a master's, um, which required quite a lot of uh, contact. And to just be told in March that you're going to do the last six months of your degree from a fold-out wooden desk in the corner of your um, room, which is no longer your room in your parents' house, was it was it was tough, and there wasn't a lot of support because the university didn't know how to deal with it either. It's not their fault, but um, I was sort of in the class that hadn't had any experience doing online learning before. Neither had our teachers. No one knew how to do online assessments because no one had ever done them before. So yeah, it was really yeah. tricky. And writing a thesis from home without the library was difficult. Yeah, I can't even. I can't that. imagine what that's like. <laughs> it's. You you can't even process it whilst it's happening. And the career I was meant to start in September got pushed um, to later on in 2021. So I had to find new work and move to London without a job. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely learned a lot. And in hindsight, I think this this break that I've sort of had where I've been doing different jobs between my master's and the career I will hopefully eventually start has been good for me. But 
it was a very stressful year, I think, for me and for a lot of people in my age and situation. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely agree with that, Emma. And, you know, everyone will have had the the stresses and the challenges in, in adapting, whether you were in education or whether you were in, in business. And it's, it's very true until now. You know, we're now in our third lockdown. I have two small kids that are that we're both homeschooling and the schools, the two schools still haven't got a, a proper structure off on for digital learning. You, you know, the, the, we're still learning uh, about that and there, there's still challenges and the, the real toll of that is yet to come, you know, with the announcement of GCSE and, and A-levels be, being cancelled, you know, it, it could be 10 or 15 years before, before we see the, the actual impact of what mm-hmm. cancelling these e- exams and, and the, the the homeschooling. Because let's face it, us as parents, we've no, we're not teachers. You know, <laughs> we don't know what to do. Um, you know, we, we really don't. So uh, the, the, the impact of that is yet to be seen. Yeah, yeah. I've just left my homeschooling hell behind to <laughs> sit with you guys. Yeah. Well, I, I, I try and lock myself in a room in the house and try and imagine that I'm somewhere else and I'm not in the house. Yeah, I know. If only. Um, but it's it's been really insightful to listen to you both because whether you've set your goals or intentions in January or well before, it's really been insightful to hear your why. Why are you why you want to do what you're doing so Emma you were talking about your commissions and and that money going towards the homeless and Tim helping business people these these are really strong motivations so no matter when you set them it's never perhaps about the timing it's just simply doing it and I suppose in my case, it, it is potentially uh, situation-led as well. Okay, go on. Well, I, I, I mean, really just by the, the, the pandemic and, mm. and by, you know, there are so many uh, additional challenges on business, businesses at the moment, other than sort of the, the normal challenges that, that would have been there, um, you know, pre-sort of COVID. Um, so, you know, th- that's where my uh, burning desire comes from is to, help business owners to see to see the, the light and the possibilities that are there and to sort of set yes COVID is there but you know we can't control it but we can control the things that go on in our minds and in our businesses for sure and I think that's a that is a really strong place to end on really because I kind of share that very same sentiment. So thank you, Tim. Thank you, Emma, both for joining me on the Choices podcast. I wish you all the very best of luck with all your endeavours, 2021 and beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciated listening to Emma and Tim's commitments, whether they were resolutions or not. They weren't necessarily commitments to themselves, but they were commitments to serving others and doing something good for somebody else, which was actually meeting their own needs as human beings that need to give back. And perhaps that's what's more important to consider, to just commit to things which leave you inspired and hopeful for the next day. 
So I'll leave you with my resolution, or should I say my intention. My intention is really to create certainty for myself, to put some rituals into place which really will hold me strong. So in December, actually, I signed up to run 192 miles, the equivalent of running from St. Bees to Robin Hood's Bay up in the north of England. And I committed to doing that from a place when, where actually I thought, oh gosh, I can't possibly do that. I'm, I haven't run for ages and I'm really slow. But, you know, here we are in January and I've run every single day and I'm only running a little bit but all those little bits they're adding up and you know this week I looked and I've I've run 25 kilometers which I thought wow now if you told me I'd be doing that in December I would have laughed so you know just do something anything a little a little bit of something for yourself every single day that means something to you, that brings you joy. I wish I was running for real outside, actually from St. Bees to Robin Hood's Bay. But for now, I'll just make do with my local area and enjoy what I can as I get out and about locally. And that's something we've got to consider. Make the most of what we can. So I'm inviting you this week, make the most of what you can. Hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the Choices Podcast. I look forward to hearing your thoughts, so let me know. How are you getting on with your resolution or not to resolution as the case may be? Drop me a note, podcast at vividoutcomes.co.uk. If you've enjoyed listening, like, subscribe and follow this page. I'll catch you next week. 